Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 161, Lost and Found, Part 2. This week marked the 50th anniversary of my mother's death at age 45. Way too young to die, and I only really understood the deep sadness that engulfed me for a long time when I was able to reflect and look back from a much older vantage point. As the Dalai Lama said in his recent wonderful film with Desmond Tutu entitled Mission Joy, Finding Happiness in Troubled Times, wherever you received much love, that's your home. There is a very poignant moment in the film when the two of them go to the Tibetan school in Dharamsala, India. Apparently, Tibetans still continue to smuggle their children across to India so that they can receive a better education, be near the Dalai Lama, and have more life possibilities in general. During the Q&A period, a young Tibetan girl speaks tearfully of how she misses her parents and has not seen them in many years. Archbishop Tutu attempts to comfort her with caring sympathy. The Dalai Lama instead seeks to reframe her thinking. He asks her to focus her attention on all the opportunities she has to be educated, to learn about her rich culture, and to also eventually help make a positive difference in the world. If you think about those things, then you will feel better. Seems to me that both approaches are complementary. I need to allow my feelings and I need to reframe my thinking into a more positive light. When my mother died of cancer all those years ago, I wish I had had that advice. I've noticed that I go for years with an inkling of something, but only grasp it clearly in a given moment. I certainly was lost for a while, probably years, in grief which I had no skills to navigate. This was a crazy time in medicine when the dying person often was not even told that they had cancer, supposedly because it would demoralize them and lead to a quicker demise. I was the keeper of the secret in my family. So absurd. I do believe that one of my mom's closest friends figured out what was going on and had some of the oh-so-important conversations with my mom, but I certainly didn't. So it gets me thinking about how not only individuals, but we as a species get lost. This invasion of Ukraine by Russia these last few days reinforces that notion. It's hard to believe that we are still engaging in spending endless amounts of money, both sides, in any conflict to continue to feed the military-industrial-corporate-complex beast. I must acknowledge that the same systems that incentivized pandemic profiteering think masks, sanitizers, false fax cards, even diapers, the corporate greed that ignores human suffering, in this moment, are also playing out the dark side of capitalism with the ever-expanding worldwide sale of constantly upgraded military hardware. And more importantly, how those same forces contribute to our inability to collectively come together enough to avoid the horrors of warfare. Winston Churchill once described Russia as a riddle wrapped in a mystery inside an enigma. Shaken by solemn shudders, bewildered and perplexed, already protests are happening all over Russia as well, since most humans really prefer peace over war and territorial, translate, mineral and agricultural resources, takeover ambitions. Quote, war is a place where the young kill one another without knowing or hating each other because of the decision of old people who know and hate each other without killing each other. 
So stated Eric Hartmann, the German World War II pilot who was the deadliest flying ace of all time, achieving 352 victories during 1,404 combat sorties and engaging in aerial combat 825 times. He certainly saw firsthand the futility and suffering of war. Individually, we have to sometimes battle with our inner caveman, and as a species, that is clearly true as well, with all that testosterone bandying about making endless trouble. The proof is in the pudding, states a common bit of proverbial wisdom. Hick Rhodes, Hick Salta, is oft translated as, Here is Rhodes, jump here. It refers to a story in Aesop's Fables where a boastful athlete brags of an amazing long jump that he performed in competition on the Greek Isle of Rhodes. A listener challenges him to cease the marvels of his storytelling and simply repeat his accomplishment right here and now. Here is Rhodes, jump here. The take-home life message, those ancient fables always had one, is that people must be known by their deeds, not by their own claims for themselves. Intention is one thing, actions are another. What can I really do to make the world a more peaceful place? Yes, let peace begin with me, but does just working on myself really make a difference? Part of the sense of lostness is wanting to contribute to make the world better, but not seeing clearly how. The way to move through the grief of losing my mother at an early age is sometimes as unclear as what to do with the hopeless sadness as war erupts. Out of the shapeless mist of memories, something unknown yet intimately familiar keeps arising, a phoenix from the ashes of my own suffering and times of feeling lost. I'm aware that I sometimes still anxiously seek external rules and regulations to guide me through complexities, because I do not always see my own potential for intuitive intentionality. Clearly, our species' capacity for ratiocination and inspiration have only brought us so far. We still, it seems to me, struggle with moral evaluation and ethics, discernment and judgments. Small and slight, but great in might, when I am able to open my heart just so, to all of it, I can eventually get back to a place of gratitude and inner peace. We all seek liberation from opposites and from the 10,000 things. Will we together continue to evolve enough to demonstrate the caring and compassion needed to find our true nature once again? My relentless optimism says yes. My current state of mind and feelings, not so much. Thanks as always for listening. And remember, friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.